Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 8 of season 3. Wow, <laughs> two more episodes and then we are done. And it's the end of the year and I think I'm going to take a break, but perhaps start again late December or in January. That's where season four will arrive and I have no idea what it's going to look like, but stay tuned. <laughs> now, this week, we are going to talk about our goals. And more importantly, we are going to talk about the emotions that we tend to tie to our goals. Things like feeling heavy versus feeling excited, all of that pressure. And I'm going to tell you my secret weapon in terms of how I approach my goals, as well as my life in general, really. <laughs> now, how many times have you thought to yourself, especially around this time of the year, right, towards the last quarter of the year, where you've thought, hmm, I'm nowhere near my goal. I'm nowhere near my goal weight. I haven't lost that much weight and it's Thanksgiving soon or I'm going to a high school reunion and I just really wanted to look awesome in my outfit but now I'm filled with all of this doubt and insecurity and I'm just hating myself. I'm so disappointed. Or to my stock traders, you've thought, gosh, I really haven't made nearly as much profit as I thought or I really hope to finish the course by now but life happened, and I'm just not learning at the rate that I want to. Gosh, I'm so disappointed, I can't believe it, and I feel guilt, I feel shame. Now, I want you to know that we can have our goals, our desired outcomes, all without feeling that heaviness. Your goals do not have to be a source of fear and stress. So, there are going to be three questions that I want you to ask yourself. So have a pen and paper ready. And here's the first question. What am I believing about not being where I want to be? So what is it that you believe to be true of yourself? What does it say about you if you haven't made your goal by now? If you're nowhere near where you thought you would be? The answer to this is a thought. And this is the thought that creates all the stress, the overwhelm, the frustration, the disappointment. You feel discouraged. You feel super impatient. It's due to this thought. So think about it and write it down. And be honest with yourself. When you look at what you've written, you might be surprised. And I'm hoping that you'll be enlightened and you'll be more aware of the thoughts that your brain is thinking. Now, these thoughts that create such heavy, stressful, fearful emotions in you, they are creating a nervous system response. They are making you feel unsafe. So, what's going to happen then if your nervous system feels unsafe? It's going to want to protect you. And how does it do that? By preventing you from reaching that goal. <laughs> it sounds crazy. And that's why a lot of people feel like, why am I self-sabotaging? It's because your brain doesn't care if you're happy. Your brain doesn't care if you reach your goals. Your brain wants to keep you safe. So feeling all of this stress, 
pressure, guilt, is the opposite of making you feel safe. It feels life-threatening somehow. So your brain or your nervous system is like, you know what? I think you should stay within your comfort zone. Do not go beyond what is familiar. Do not go beyond that boundary. Do not stretch yourself because we want to keep you safe here. And that's why so many times you feel like, I really want to do this. And then you come across an invisible wall that holds you back. The second question I want you to ask yourself is this. Why wouldn't I be able to achieve my goal? Why wouldn't I be able to do it? Now, be very careful here because our brain tends to look to our past experiences. You might find things bubbling up such as, oh, I've never done it before. I don't have any experience. How do I know where to even begin? How do I know that I'll succeed? Or, oh, I've tried this and I messed up before. I totally failed, fell flat on my face. You're so embarrassing. Oof, I kind of hesitate to try it again, really. Or number three, you know, I've just never been able to stick to it. I've just never been able to stick to a routine of sleeping early and waking up early. I've just never been able to stick to this routine of exercising regularly, of going to the gym three to four times a week, even though I bought a gym membership at the beginning of the year. You will find that your brain comes up with all of these reasons based on your past experiences. And that's okay. That's normal. This is what your brain does. However, let me shed some light on this. You are feeling all of this stress, this worry, this pressure, this guilt, because of a choice you made. You chose this goal for yourself. It's something you want to do. Now, if this actually doesn't feel true to you, and you think, oh wait, I don't think I even want to do this. This is your work. You need to start re-evaluating your goals. What is it that you want? What do you intend to do, intend to achieve, intend to create, intend to be? Are you doing this because you want it? Or are you doing this because other people are expecting you to want this? Because let me remind you, it's all optional. The goals you set for yourself are optional. The emotional suffering about the goal is also optional. Now, here's the third question to ask yourself. Do you really want to be suffering over your goal? Now, we have the power to question the thoughts, the beliefs that create suffering about our chosen goal. And this is powerful. We are powerful when we choose to feel safe in our goals. Of course, we can still learn and take on challenges, but the pressure, the heaviness around our goals, we can leave that. It doesn't have to be coupled with our goals. The pressure that we place on ourselves, this heaviness, your nervous system interprets it as stressful and life-threatening. Instead, choose self-compassion. Choose to drop that mental weight, that heaviness, and know that you can have the power to make that decision for yourself. So let me tell you about my secret weapon when it comes to approaching my goals. This secret weapon is 
being playful and having fun. <laughs> being playful and having fun is not only reserved for kids. Just because you've reached adulthood doesn't mean that you'd stop having fun. Having an awesome life imbued with awe and wonder and fun is the most amazing thing, especially when you're an adult. Because you have agency, you have autonomy, you have disposable income. <laughs> so, it is time to have fun, my friends. Because who wants to go through life feeling heavy, being weighed down? Mm-mm, not I. How can you make reaching your goals fun? Present it as a challenge. Brainstorm. Ask yourself, how can I make this process fun? Because you want both the journey and the process to be fun as well as accomplishment. So many of us think that, oh, only when I have this amount of money, then I can start doing this and then I can be that multimillionaire or the successful trader or the top of my game because I'll be able to afford, you know, a personal chef, a personal trader, blah, blah, blah. No, start having fun now. Embody this person that you want to be now. The thing is, the success comes in the being. Because when you embody this and you think to yourself, hey, I'm a successful trader now. I can have fun now. How would a successful trader, how would somebody who is experiencing success the way I want to experience success behave? What would they be doing? And then as you start taking those actions and behaving like the successful person you want to be, like the person who's already reached their goals, before you know it, you will have your goal. So many people think it's, I got to have this and then I can do this and then I can be this. That's the opposite way that you should be thinking. Instead, you should be that person and then you'll find yourself doing those actions and then you'll have the thing that you've always wanted to have. Now, fun. You create the fun. You bring the fun. Do not wait for the fun to come to you. So what is fun? How can you make things fun? What is the energy of fun? It has a higher vibe, a higher vibration. It's anticipation, right? Inspiration. Think about the books that you read. Have you ever read a paragraph in a book that just made you chuckle? While you're waiting at a bus stop, while you're at home on the couch, while you're browsing a book in a bookstore and you happen to cross a page and it just started to make you giggle? Or the people that you're around with, the people that make you laugh, that make you smile, that you always have fun with. The person who is, is such an amazing, genuine, lovely person, you just want to be around them all the time. So think about the people who lift you up, who inspire you, who make you feel at home, the people who feel so warm. It's as if they are embracing you the moment you step into their presence. And then think about the activities that make you giggle and laugh and feel like you're having fun. For some of us, it can be riding our bike in the park and feel like back when we were a kid, you know, riding around the neighborhood. Or playing board games, playing card games with friends. Think about all the activities that make it fun for you. It's part of the process and journey. And when you learn to make that fun for yourself, the goals and the achievements come that much faster. And think about how enjoyable it is that you have enjoyed the process along the way. So if you have a hard time 
thinking about how you can start having more fun along the way to your goals, maybe it's time to rethink your goals or rethink your approach. Now, when you're trying or going for something new, up-leveling to become of more of what you could be, there is going to be discomfort, my friends. But rather than dreading or avoiding that discomfort, have fun with it. Okay, (laughs) that sounds a bit bizarre, but think about this. When somebody goes bungee jumping or when you go on a roller coaster ride, or for me, it's whitewater rafting, there's an element of discomfort and danger, right? When you're standing on the ledge and they start putting that rope around your ankles, when you sit in a roller coaster and then you feel the harness, safety harness come on and the safety shoulder pads come on, you're like, ooh, it's starting. Or when I rafted the Franklin River here in Tasmania in Australia, and each morning I had to put on an ice cold wetsuit. Why did I do that to myself? Because I knew I was going to have fun on the river. I was going to feel the adrenaline. And I knew that it was going to be an achievement in itself to raft the entire Franklin River, both upper and lower. It gives you street cred amongst all the other whitewater rafters. (laughs) That gave me pleasure. So think about how your goals can give you pleasure. So instead of suppressing, think, I'm going to party with my discomfort. And along the way, you'll be surprised how much you learn about yourself. Things like, I can do hard things. And hard and difficult ain't going to stop me from my goals. And in fact, some of us thrive where there's this element of uncertainty, where you're not quite sure, where it's unpredictable. It's a challenge, but you know, ooh, it will be so good when you do achieve it in the end. Now, another thing I want to talk about is the timeline. Are you in a rush to get to your goals? What's the hurry? Because if you start to enjoy the process along the way, you'll find that you can push the timeline back. You're in no hurry. In fact, it's so good and so pleasurable to be the person to feel yourself evolving while you get to your goal. And let me leave you with this. Life celebrates the people who celebrate life. I hope you found this episode useful and I'll see you all next week. Bye.